0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jordan, and on my left is my co-host, Spencer. What's up, everybody? We have just finished Low-Key Episode 2, just finished, as in about three and a half minutes ago, and we are super excited to bring this to you. Hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, follow us on Facebook at the Marvel guys podcast, leave a review if you could on Apple podcasts. Let's get into this thing. Just finished first impressions. I'm more excited than I ever have been
1: in a long time watching anything. Marvel. I'm genuinely like so excited. Oh my God. I can't even like put it into words. This is like,
0: it was a podcast. So we're in trouble.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <You> better
0: find <laughs> some words. I know. Yeah, this is 30 insane. Seconds.
1: <laughs> this is insane.
0: Yeah, I'm taken aback. I'm pretty flabbergasted like I don't know, man. I, we were talking about like what what's going to be revealed and because of WandaVision and Captain or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like we went in with not low expectations of the show, but low expectations of what we should expect as far as like totality of outcome. And now it's like Nope, we're just gonna give you like everything. And the more you learn, the more you're gonna be wanting more. And the more you uh, learn from what we say, the more confused you're gonna be and the crazier your theories are gonna get. So yeah. um, that's yeah. kind of where we are right now. That was a really fun episode followed or following succeeding a very fun episode to start with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just been haymaker after haymaker so far. It's like a it's a Mike Tyson fight. Right here. Yeah, they're trying trying to end it early. They're
1: trying to end this thing early.
0: This was two rounds and done. And now (laughs) we're just, we're laid out on the canvas looking straight up and they're playing the TV on the the ceiling. Yeah. Bird floating around her face. They're like, hey, you got to get back up. You got four more rounds, (laughs) buddy. Yeah. You wanted to spar with Mike. Get back in. This is for millions of dollars on the line at stake. (laughs) This is crazy, man. So, yeah, yeah, it, it really, honestly, with how much we've gotten in the first couple episodes, I, I just want to talk about things that are in our brain um, at the moment. Yeah. So what, what's popping even, off in your in your head?
1: All right, crazy bombshell. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna hit you with the Mike Tyson haymaker.
0: Let's go. That ain't Loki. You're that saying is, that's not that Lady is Loki? Not
1: lo- Lady Loki. That is not Lady Loki. That is Enchantress.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've and, heard her name flown or, or thrown around before the series as a possibility.
1: Yeah. I think in episode three, we'll maybe get a reveal of her name being Sylvie um because that's the the character name. Uh she also hails from Asgard, but she's uh most notably like a big time villain to Thor. Um but the interesting thing is that Loki kind of uses her as his tool for chaos in a way like he kind of treats her as like a thing that's like <sighs> it's almost like, you know, when we saw her using the powers to uh like put herself in someone else's body. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something similar to that in a way. Um but man, this is this is a bombshell. One of the things I think that really gave it away to me is like the green power on the hands. We haven't seen Loki ever have that mm-hmm. before. And I don't think that they would introduce some new crazy interesting weird power just for one variant of a Loki. Um, so I definitely think that's Enchantress because that's definitely something that she's always had in the comics. Has been like a green glowy type thing on her hands to use, uh, kind of similar to like Scarlet Witch when she uses her powers. How it's like a red like, uh, mist or something. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I think that this is Enchantress. I don't think it's Lady Loki. Because yeah. Because she says even. With, uh, he winks at her and says Loki, like calls her Loki. And she says, don't call me that.
0: Like, I, right. I think
1: that that's big. Yeah, so.
0: no, it definitely could be. Funny thing is like I was predicting that it was Lady Loki that was the variant. And like when I saw her, I did not immediately assume she was Lady Loki. I was just like, oh, it's a girl, like I thought. And But Loki, <laughs> for some reason, my brain was like not even thinking they're they're trying to catch this variant Loki. It just seemed like... I was like, "Why would variant Loki have blonde hair? That's odd, right. odd. You know, that doesn't seem like it would fit the description." Right. So yeah, like it, it doesn't even blow me away with your prediction because I'm not even there with Lady Loki right now because it just didn't seem right. Yeah. Um, but when you think about it, and, it, and if it like isn't in your brain at the time, then yes, it would make sense that okay, that's Lady Loki. That's a variant. Okay. Yes, she she's blonde, but we've seen like. Uh, really weird-looking Lokis that don't actually look like him. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, initially I was like, okay, female, knew it, (laughs) got it. Um, The hood always, for some reason, is like the giveaway. Um, But, yeah, it, it was really, really interesting, and Enchantress would be very fun. That makes... Sense um, that she, we would see a separate character be introduced rather than another variant of Loki because I think that's more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it does beg the question who's that redhead from the trailer? Because uh, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure who that is at this point. But uh, yeah, that was, that was super exciting to end the episode. We got a reveal of sorts where we definitely the fact that she didn't say something about who she is, they wanted to keep us on the ropes. You know, yep. it's not like there's you know you can call me this you know mm-hmm. she was just saying okay here's what i'm you know doing and i'm gonna get out this door you can come if you'd like
1: i think another thing that i was just think, kind of thinking about too is because uh, we have seen with the other low-key like some other stuff in the trailer because you did this i've done it before with different shows that we've watched like wandavision winter soldier falcon and winter soldier You have to go back to the trailer and see what all you've seen in the trailer. And I think you said something like 75% of what we've seen in the trailer so far has been on the first two episodes. The end
0: of it where it's like just flashing new scenes, there's still a lot left. But as far as the story that we've seen, it's all from the trailer.
1: Yeah. So one thing that I think would be interesting that they could do in this show is if this is Enchantress, she's not the real problem. That there's another Loki out there that's the actual problem like the TVA is not wrong in that they're hunting a Loki they just didn't know that this was part of the equation too. possibly that this Enchantress character is now doing the bidding of Loki because Loki doesn't want to because maybe it is a, a case of like the other Loki isn't really capable or formidable in doing these things himself like our Loki would, in a way. Um, But uh, just using the trickster ways to manipulate the enchantress character to do his own bidding. Gotcha. So I think that's what we might see in episode three, too. It's not only her uh, telling him who she is, but maybe saying... Because I think that the whole episode really... Puts in together. I'm, I'm big on this. I'm big on themes. We've talked about this with WandaVision. We talked about this with Falcon and Wonder Soldier. Theme is huge. If you figure out kind of like what the theme is of a show, you can maybe kind of get a sense of the trajectory and where it's going. Yeah. And I think that the fr- the theme of this whole show so far is free will, because I think that the TBA, by way of its own manipulation, is taking away the free will of everyone else in the timeline. And it kind of makes sense that there's another Loki out there that's the real problem and then it's manipulating Enchantress to do the bidding because it's taking away Enchantress's free will. Boom. Now you have the cool intersecting th- scene with our Loki and Enchantress where they can relate to each other because their free will feels like it's been robbed. So yeah, I think, I think that's where it's kind of going.
0: I, I don't know. It, it could be not, but <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. Free will has been a major topic. Uh, and in this episode, especially they discussed, it it's honestly funny. Like halfway through it, I was saying this sounds like a podcast basically with how they were talking to yeah. each other because they just kind of started rambling. And a lot of the things we were asking, they asked mm-hmm. in the episode, unfortunately they really didn't answer <laughs> like yeah, yeah, hardly anything related to the TVA. Um, Especially because Loki acknowledged and questioned, okay, so you basically strip free will from everybody on the sacred timeline. So you guys are the only ones that have free will in all of existence. And he kind of avoided the question, mm-hmm. um, but that was one major thing I was wondering. Like, are they on the timeline? Do do they affect the timeline? Like, that's that's still a very important thing to me. Is like how much how much power do they have to? go outside of the timekeeper's decrees themselves. Are they given this free will to operate? Or are they like above the law kind of a thing? Yeah. Um, and we that remains to be seen, but it looks like there's an awful lot of power in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the power from uh, Enchantress or Lady Loki or this new character that we've just met, uh, she's using a lot of the TVA's power uh, for her own or somebody else's uh, good, and so we're seeing the power of the TVA in the wrong hands can be k- quite astronomic As we're seeing the birth of the next multiverse on our yeah. screens. Yeah, that, that was maybe one of the craziest, coolest scenes we've
1: we've seen in a while.
0: It was hard it was, to follow too because you were like, "What is she doing? What right. what's happening?" And we there's this power we barely know. We just saw it for mm-hmm. the first time this episode, and then you know you see, you see it fall through the little um you know mirrors whatever it is is. that they were portals of some kind of a thing and you're like oh where is this going you think she's blowing this place up and then like oh no she's she's using the time portals to to go somewhere else and then all of a sudden you realize oh my god they're branching into separate uh, Mm um entities that are going to become a separate timeline if if they're all um bolstered enough and not taken care of immediately so the birth of the multiverse guess is starting to look correct
1: yeah one thing I do want to talk about, man, we saw the places. We did. We did see the places that some of these time bombs went to.
0: And for clarification, we didn't take a still. We don't have a list. We literally just, no. at the time, watching it, pointed a few out. I
1: think there was three that we pointed out to each other. It was like what New York,
0: Vormir, Vormir, and Xandar. And I saw Hong Kong pop up as well. Nice. There were there were plenty nice. others. Yeah. Um, but I. There were know, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have there, to I mean, stop and was, go through them and oh. where yeah we're reacting right now like
1: this is literally just yeah. us watching the episode and then thirty seconds oh, yeah, later yeah, yeah. starting uh, we can
0: <laughs> we can focus on the nitty-gritty yeah. later right now. It's like what's right. what's popping out of your brain
1: um man so she my my only thing is like what time frame did she send these because that's right. kind of interesting that's really interesting because if she sends like the hmm, I don't know man. All right, so like, Black Widow movies coming soon. Are did she send this time bomb? I guess is what I'm getting at. Did she send this to Vormir like before, Scarlet or Scarlett Johansson like sacrifices herself? Yeah. The Black Widow sacrifices herself on Vormir, and then boom, this like cataclysmic event happens, and then like yeah, Black Widow movie. And are there like 24 then, different? Right. Spots that she sent him
0: to—is it right. possible? But they just went down the list, and we just like, yeah. couldn't catch it fast enough. Yeah, maybe Xandar is interesting, very <laughs> interesting actually, because we saw it in like what Guardians, Guardians,
1: and the Nova Corps, right?
0: Yeah, that wow. There's a lot of possibilities here. Mm, I man. mean, Hong Kong, of course, Shang Chi is going to be the right? Chinese, you know, kind of thing. But doesn't Hong Kong also have um, a time? Uh, sanctuary? Yeah. London, Hong Kong, and New York, right? Yeah. 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 So like, that could be I'm pretty sure London was on that um list as oh, well. Oh, it had to be. I'm sure. Right? It
1: was. I mean, they named off some pretty big cities. Yeah, there. it looked
0: like a lot of big cities were on that. I
1: mean, like cities that were relevant right. in real life but also relevant in yeah. the MCU London, you know. Vermeer. I mean, what's the London? Difference? <laughs> right. Right. What's the difference?
0: And it does uh, we pointed out and a lot of people have pointed out in that trailer that that looked like either Vormir or the galaxy in which it, you know, exists the galaxy, the universe in which it exists. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if that comes to pass and do, does, are we going to see all these places in the future of the Loki series Mm. that she sent all that stuff to, because we know he's going to New York. We we saw the ruins of New York. Yeah. We saw the Vormir looking place. Like, are we on the way to all those places that what the rest of the series is going to be them going to these, uh, you know, places that have been reset or whatever it is that the timeline changed? I think it would be interesting, and I'll just say this.
1: I think it would be very interesting if in Episode 3 we start right away with them on Vormir, because we've seen that scene already with her sitting down. That makes sense, because she went through the portal way before he did. So if they go through the portal to Vormir, right, and she's just sitting there looking off in the distance, and then he approaches her and is like, what just happened, and all this stuff, they had this dark conversation,
0: and maybe. the lights of Vormir could reflect onto her hair and give her that red sheen that we saw from the trailer. Maybe so.
1: Maybe that was just them doing some kind of cover-up thing with, you know, making us... Well, sometimes, sometimes trailer do.
0: scenes do not play out in real time, so yeah, or yeah. in the actual show.
1: But, like, maybe, just maybe, this alternate Loki that I'm thinking is, like, the actual problem somehow used her as like, like maybe what I'm trying to say is make maybe Enchantress's soul is stuck because of Loki. And he's using her as a manipulation tool, but like she doesn't she's robbed of her own soul, robbed of you know, maybe he's using the soul stone or something. Um And then what ends up happening here is the our Loki from our like universe has to go back to the TVA and has to help them like snip the branches truly facing off against himself so they will go through like New York all these other places with resets with awesome possibly awesome confrontations with himself the actual like other loki I think that could possibly be a thing here.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I mean that theory is as good as any. Mm-hmm. It it did seem like there was portions of this episode where I was like, "Is the Loki that we're seeing actually the guy that's responsible for all this somehow?" Like, <laughs> there's this weird introspectiveness that is like, "God, I don't trust this guy," you know. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, he said it. You do trust his uh, desire to be correct. Yeah, and that's like the one thing you can trust because. I mean, it started when he was going through his little monologue early on about, this is how you catch this person. And if you go outside, you're going to be ambushed. You're you're like, Oh shoot. Okay. He might be onto something. And then you're like, longer he goes. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, something's up here. And I don't know. He's just, he's such a trickster. And he, he showed that this episode for sure.
1: One thing I will also say too, is if that's the case, if my like kind of theory theory is somewhat close to being correct, in any way all that does is further the idea that the TVA is actually like clueless and as as much as they have a lot of power they do not know what they're doing at all and they're probably not being run by actual timekeepers because if that's the case if all of these things have happened how did this how did we get to this point Right. right like it how can the TVA, if you control time, we've seen this with Doctor Strange, and that's why this whole TVA thing is so weird to me still. If you can control time, which, we, which we've seen with Doctor Strange, you can really control outcomes. You truly can. Yeah, We've seen it in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. So, and that's like barely scratching the surface of what we've seen with the TVA. Like, the TVA and their control of time seems to be a lot more advanced than Endless. even Doctor Strange or an in-game. So how could you possibly have let this happen if you're not, like, completely inept? <laughs> like, so it's, it's almost furthering the question, and we talked about this as we were watching it, too, that, like, who are the timekeepers? Like, are they even yeah. really a
0: thing? Let's explore that. So this right. episode was the really the first time that they kind of made it they made it suspicious mm-hmm. to assume that these timekeepers are all knowing all powerful whatever um, and then along the way Loki brought up something that everybody's probably was thinking like you've never seen the timekeepers mm-hmm. Mobius says and then Loki's like do these timekeepers even exist like are they just lizard people like yeah. this is magic you, you believe in it um, so it seems as though the, sh- the show is trying to make us think the timekeepers may not be either there or super powerful, which always is like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> should I go with what they're giving me with these hints, or should I like call BS on it, or where should I sit? So I think everybody's got a different opinion right now. I'm still of the mindset that the timekeepers exist, but they may not be presented as the way that they're being shown by the TVA currently. I think they are just different in the way they operate, and the judge is becoming more suspicious every time I see her, in my opinion. I don't know if there's something bad about her, but she seems to be holding... She seems like the first priest ever that was like, only I can talk to God. None of you guys know anything. Right. Like She's giving me those vibes of, I have more power than you because I can talk to these people that definitely exist, (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, they, it exists, but you can't see them. Only I can, right? And only I can talk to them. Yeah, I got those vibes too, man. Like, and what's even crazier when you really think about it is as suspicious as she is, she's still allowing Mobius to do certain things. She's given him, like, the talk to that you would expect from the judge. So it's almost as if, like, it's almost as if she's under some kind of manipulation as well. Like, Because she's like kind of playing the part a little too perfectly and then just still allowing Mobius to do, because let's be real. If you're in the TVA and you're Mobius and you send an actual low key variant into a crime scene like that, and it doesn't have, you don't catch the actual low key that you're looking for. Like, that's probably borderline treasonous, is that not? So like Well he wouldn't may lose they... his
0: job now.
1: Yeah, but like no, no no no. I'm not saying the the I'm saying the first time. Oh, okay. That's like borderline treasonous because you're like this Loki should have been sent to death, right? According to their laws or whatever.
0: Whatever reset means for Yeah. Them. They still haven't really addressed that, but we'll see.
1: But like yeah, it's so suspicious because like she's and and we get in this in this episode that they're friends and they're close or whatever, but like you
0: almost have to start wondering if that's even true. Who puts their bosses in their office though? That almost seems like a scare tactic. Like they yeah. have she has three timekeepers watching her desk. That's not a normal thing. No. You know? You don't put like a poster of the CEO of your company no. in your office overlooking people that come in it's almost like pointing at him and going yeah see poster he's real look at these statues they're they're real people yeah i'm getting the vibes that they were real and they're not here anymore yeah but that's not i don't have like a confirmed guess or anything it's just that's the vibes i'm getting this episode but then i'm getting more freaked out when they acknowledge it with loki saying they're lizard people because that makes it seem like we're supposed to be following what he says and <laughs> i don't i don't trust anybody in this series <laughs> Yeah, we're all kind of like the uh
1: what do they call that? Like the office skit where like they're all pointing the guns at each other. Yeah, Th- There's a name for that. I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember. But we're all like that right now. I-, I think everybody's kind of like uneasy about like you know, the time a lot keepers, of things. the TVA itself, this let's, new Loki, the Enchantress character Let's go through
0: some it, so. some popular theories after episode 1 that people had and see if that Became yeah. stronger, or erased, or where we're at with those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I noticed: a lot of people thought maybe Casey, the uh, inconspicuous worker <laughs> at the TVA, may be very bad and responsible for certain things due to him kind of being bullied. Him saying, "I've never left this desk." All kinds of the access to the Infinity Stones. Do you think he became more or less suspicious with this episode?
1: Um. Almost, uh, You would almost want to say more if you're really in... Like, I'm not in line with that right. train of thought, but like... Not either. He was only in the episode for like a split second, and all he did was point at Loki and be like, You!
0: And he got bullied again exactly. because he took his juice.
1: Yep. <laughs> he got bullied again because he took his juice. So, it. I mean, you're not it's wrong. It's possible. I'm, I mean, definitely. he's
0: definitely... He has some good things going for him as far as villains go. And he... Is definitely a main character. Like they yes. addressed that in episode one. He's going to be something, even if it's just comedic relief. But he does play the act of the harkness role pretty well. Pretty like good. the guy that is just there, you laugh at him, oh right. he's silly. Um, oh he's kinda kinda dumb, you know. And <laughs> he gets made fun of, he gets bullied. And then all and, of a sudden
1: after episode four, everyone's right. like Mephisto
0: And it always seemed like <laughs> It seemed like this is kind of an inside job to me along the way because, again, the yeah. TVA has so many powers and um, they can't really track themselves. No. Because if they if they operate off the sacred timeline, nobody's actually watching them. Mm-hmm. And there's like millions of employees somehow and that are all created by the all-seeing timekeepers.
1: One of the coolest things that this episode also showed us is that there's a way to manipulate the TVA. Right. All you have to do is be around during apocalyptic events. Yeah. And there's no like, and, and Loki pointed that out. That's one of the biggest things that I think people need to be talking about after this episode is the fact that right. like Loki pointed out that major flaw. If there is some kind of cataclysmic event that like causes co- severe like death and chaos in a specific place, then you can pretty much go to that timeline and do whatever you want because it's not going to affect the future because all of those people will be dead. Right. Because. I think what he saw, because he looks at Ragnarok on on the sheet of paper, and he looks at that, and that's what, uh, like, you know, clicks. Because he, I think it's because he went and stole the Tesseract. I think so. And if he did that, that plays into the future, all this stuff. Like, that's a variant in a way. And there should be some sort of energy caused by that event. But no, there's not because all the people of Asgard died anyways so it doesn't really matter like yeah so I, I think what that does to me is it further cements that if Thanos didn't interrupt Loki and Thor after Ragnarok if Thanos doesn't do that there was obviously some kind of manipulation tactic that Loki was up to with the Tesseract like he didn't just steal it for any reason yeah and there wasn't just some, you know, oh, I'm just going to take it because, you know, whatever. Which, you know, we kind of knew anyways, but yeah, there should have been a variance like energy there. And it shows on the sheet of paper that there wasn't one. So, yeah, that that's huge because that, once again, it kind of further shows that that control that the tva says they have they really don't so
0: right and leading into the next thing that some people were thinking is that the tva is not telling the truth about who they are how time works basically everything it's a almost a shadow operation where they're not they're not being authentic and uh i'm not sure how i feel about that one anymore after the first episode i was kind of with it like it seemed like the way they were describing a lot of things was not complete. And the fact that they're overlooking things like that seems odd. Um, what are their intentions with Loki, with you know the time variants in general, the time keepers? Like, I'm, I am becoming more and more suspicious of the TVA as a whole because I don't know where their leadership comes from. And I'm not sure what is their goal what is their purpose you know i'm yeah. getting more suspicious that they don't have a true north star
1: i'm yeah i'm with the, I'm in the same boat i don't think they have a north star at the moment um and it's so kind of it's it's kind of confusing because i as much as i have like a bit of a comic history this is one of those things that i don't have that much of a comic history with is the TVA. Mm-hmm. and so it's kind of confusing to me, still, uh, because, like I said, even if the timekeepers were a thing in the MCU, we've already seen the Watcher in the MCU. We've seen the Watchers in the MCU, and they have basically the exact same role. So why would they bring in? Like, it's just kind of confusing, because if let's say let's say the TVA has leadership. Why would you... If you're like Eternity, right? And you are the embodiment of an Eternity, why are there like... At least... Okay, we've seen what? Like three or four Watchers? Maybe, maybe more? I can't I remember. Can't it was like the in-credits scene of yeah. like some Thor or Guardians movie. Why would you have like seven or ten people doing the exact same job? Like... Because that's essentially what they're doing. Like they're, they're, it just doesn't make sense to me that that would be the case. I mean, I can understand that there might have been timekeepers in the past, but even then what we've seen from the show so far and the way that they've described them in the MCU so far has been, they're just basically off right now, snipping off branches from the beginning of time, which is also very suspicious to me that they would be branching off from the beginning of time to control the rest of the flow of time. Like, that doesn't make... Like, if the TVA is so worried about Loki and what he has done in 2000... What was it? 2024 AD? Which one? The
0: one we're on right now.
1: If they're so worried oh, about yeah, that right there, now...
0: some Sometime. Then why... Well, 2012, I guess. Yeah. Technically.
1: Then why are... Why are the timekeepers like away snipping off branches at the beginning of time? That doesn't make sense. You would think that they'd have the beginning of time kind of figured out by now. If they're the timekeepers and they've been around since the beginning of time, you know, so to say, then why <laughs> the, it, 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 it's I yeah, mean whether they're I, working
0: I'm, on the beginning, the end, the middle it it just seems weird. yeah, the whole thing seems weird. And it it,
1: it seems extremely suspicious that there really isn't, like you said, there isn't a North Star, that there's some kind of craziness going on within the TVA and that
0: something else is at play. Well, when a society, when somebody tries to seize power in a society, traditionally, it's often out of hope or fear. Mm -hmm. And usually that leads to divinity, a divine power. Yeah that you can be fearful of or hopeful to attain. Um, and so in in all kinds of societies, we've seen the rise of power through some sort of religion. Mm-hmm. And this in its own way is the way they're keeping power at the TVA. What if all, all the million workers just were like, you know, I'm just going to kick it today. Like I ain't going to, right, I ain't going to do anything. Like th- they have to have, whether there's timekeepers or not, the fact that, they think there are that keeps them at bay, that keeps an uprising from happening. It's, you yeah. know, we've seen it in many movies as well as real life. Like this is, this is a thing, whether there's power or not, the fear of it or the hope that you can attain it is always more powerful than really the thing itself because it controls so many people. So uh, if the timekeepers are maybe real, but dormant, um, not real, but were invented to uh, seize control, whatever it is, it makes sense that they would be referenced all the time. Like they're always talking about the timekeepers, the timekeepers. Well, if nobody ever sees them, mm-hmm. then who are they They to be fearful of them anyway? You mm-hmm. know, like, what are they going to strike them down? Mm-hmm. Or is that person going to prune them because the timekeepers told them to? Like there's a lot of fear and hope going on from people that are beings that these people have never even seen before.
1: Right. And it kind of brings me back to the jet ski thing because, you have a character like mobius who is starting to understand his own free will too never acted on it though that's the that's the beauty of what what's going on with the tva if the timekeepers aren't a thing then mobius has been you know subdued in his life basically for who knows how long since the beginning of his life because you know he, he mentions the jet skis and he's and Loki asks him why are you even reading about them if you're never going to ride one you know and I mean that's kind of a crazy crazy thing it, it's very much like a religion like you said like uh you know I won't name any names but like there are there is a religion out there that i know of very well that acts in the same vein like you can't you cannot do anything of your own free will basically even as a kid and you can't wear this or wear that you can't do this or do that or experience this or experience that because it's the way of the devil getting into you it's the way of allowing the devil to Have reign over you and like to me that's insane (laughs) like that's absolutely insane like you're completely stripping someone of life it all because of this like i I don't i don't get that
0: well there's there's different i mean regardless of what it is it it happens in a basketball team it happens in the military it happens when you're at your job like it doesn't matter what topic it is the the fear or hope of something the hope of being promoted or the fear of being fired yeah. is what sustains your, you know, competitiveness at your job. Yeah. And the TVA is just taking it to the nth degree. If the timekeepers are something that they're just like, I mean, it's the Wizard of Oz story, right? Yeah. It really uh, is. It's all the same. It, it, it really just is. whatever power, whether it's real or fake, exists, it's there. Mm-hmm. It, power is you know things. Power is something that only exists within people that believe in the thing that gives them. That fear or hope, so right, you know the timekeeper's being there or not being there honestly is doesn't really matter because everybody believes in, in it, regardless.
1: once again, I mean, it, not to completely talk about it every time I can, but like Game of Thrones you have more, more
0: GOT yeah,
1: more, more Game of Thrones. you have the little finger character who's like you know knowledge is power, right because that's his gig. That's what is his entire essence of a person in the show, is knowledge. He knows everything before it happens, and everything that will happen, probably. And, and you know, he kind of sprinkles in his own little flair here and there. But he drops that line of knowledge is power, but then, you know, you have Cersei who's like, no, power is power. And she displays that by almost having him killed <laughs> right then and there so it's like you're, you're, you're totally right man like if you have any kind of power man you can manipulate whoever you want and kind of control every essence of a vast number of people what is interesting too though where do these people come from because yeah. if you are talking with the tva and you're looking at it through that lens of the timekeepers are a thing, then all of the the people who work for the TVA are just a mirror image of them. They're
0: created in his image, which is obviously religious, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, very much so. Line.
1: Yeah. But if they don't exist, then where did they come from? Right. And who are they? Like, are they just random people stripped from time and erased of, is that what the reset is? They have the power. You know, is that what the reset is? Like, are they just people who've been completely wiped and now told that they are, you know, have a duty and a purpose? You know, it's kind of interesting. It's a very interesting dilemma.
0: But yeah, does time stand still there? Yeah. Is that why they're all, you know, different ages? You know, they don't age themselves like we haven't seen one 95 year old looking timekeeper or TVA employee.
1: Um, one thing I will say too about Mobius before we kind of like move to the, the next thing or whatever we're doing here, but like, um, <laughs> he doesn't really act on things, right? Like, so he wants to ride a jet ski. He looks at the jet ski as like this cool thing, but he never like acts on it. Right. However, there's a lot of freaking Josta Soda around Mobius every time he's like on screen in the TVA which is totally a 90's thing we talked about this last episode but that was like one of the weird things that was kind of included so it's obvious that Mobius is probably responsible for most of the sales of just a soda in real life from the 90's so like what is happening why is he drinking this soda if he's not also going back in time to try to figure out how to ride a jet ski, if that's what he really likes, if that's what drives him. So it, it once know. again, it burden it, it asks that question of free will. I think maybe that's what the, this whole journey is going to be about. Like maybe in episode six at the very end, we see Mobius, Owen Wilson, just <laughs> chilling on a jet ski, riding around enjoying life. And like, the keys or something i don't know
0: i wouldn't expect it i wouldn't either
1: but like <laughs> that's man that's insane I, yeah. I don't. i don't get it like if he enjoys joss's soda that much to one day
0: i don't know they probably take mm. the coolest vacations of any business ever though oh one anytime ever yeah I, think, I wish they would like go back to dinosaurs or something
1: oh man that'd be lit <laughs> that'd be fun yeah
0: um, also like terrifying, Loki dinosaur.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, he's got like a little crown, right? Like T Rex with a crown. Um, How did he get on his head? Because <laughs> his arms are. Somebody else short. put it on,
0: <laughs> Brachiosaurus or something. Yeah, uh, Brachiosaur, not Brachiosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, one of the one of the big things, like the soda, um the one thing that was untraceable in the first episode was the the gum or the candy or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, It was traced to... The future. Yeah, it was 2048 to 51. Mm -hmm. Um, And when they got there, it was just completely a trap, basically, to get to Loki. Yeah. Um, Initially thought it was a trap to, like, blow them up because they saw all the um, reset machines. and I'm I'm still learning the reset machine's exact power here because sometimes it's it's got a lot of power, apparently, because it can do... Good and bad. Well,
1: we actually saw it for the first time. We did. That
0: was interesting. Yeah. It 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 wipes the entire scene of everything happening, basically, Mm -hmm. you know? And I guess when you do that when it doesn't need it, it causes its own variant in a way. So Mm -hmm. um, which would make sense for the future scene of like New York where it's just wiped out. If you did that in New York, I guess you just get rid of the people, it eventually will just become nothingness. (laughs) um yeah but yeah that was interesting we got rocks cart uh which you were like pretty excited about in the uh previews and i was saying like it looks so cool from the outside but it just looks like a walmart on the inside (laughs) it's kind of disappointed Loki.
1: it it does look like an alabama walmart man like how weird is that man 30 years from now all of our stores are gonna look the exact same as they do now i don't
0: buy that there was a lot of space though i don't know like the aisles were really big
1: yeah but there was also like nobody in there well cause there was a hurricane Yeah. oh I guess you're saying yeah, because there's so much space yeah there's a lot of space cause there's nobody like, yeah perhaps trying to buy bread you know what I mean Yeah. milk <laughs> bread and eggs why was that not in there by the way bread? I feel like if there's a hurricane there's gonna be like a million people scrambling for milk bread and eggs well apparently uh, it was I've so also, bad
0: nobody's anywhere near it
1: I've also never been part of a hurricane so I don't know about that but uh, I have I. Uh, it was interesting um Tornadoes have been our thing. But, I've, um,
0: never tornado, so. I've never seen a tornado. i have never seen a tornado? No, I've been in a hurricane, though. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, opposite day. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> the
1: uh, the thing with Roxcart, though, that kind of was really brought to my attention right from the get-go when we saw it in the trailer, I was like, oh, well, that means that like the Roxanne Corporation is probably going to be a thing in the future at the MCU. Right. And I think when we had Devin on the show on a previous episode, we kind of talked about that a little bit with like Dario Agar being a part of the MCU and what that means and going forward with that. So Roxcart being a thing and it now being established in the MCU, I'm pretty excited. I'm like very excited about this because that could easily mean Dario Agar in the future. Uh, and that seems like a complete setup for that. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you know, you look back at like Iron Man 1 or, you know, Captain America, the first Avenger. And you see something and you're like, whoa, that's kind of cool. I know that. And then 10 years later, it's a very relevant thing in Avengers Infinity War or Avengers Endgame. And I feel like that's what this is. I feel like that us seeing Rockscart. Is like one of those little things that they kind of sprinkle in like the Salt Bay dude as just like a thing for like, oh, we're going to give you this, but we're not going to really explain it or tell you anything about it until like 10 years from now. But 10 years from now, it's, it's literally the the Back to the Future when he's playing guitar. <laughs> it's like, you might not like it, but your, your kids are going to love it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, that's exactly what this is, I think. So, uh, yeah, I was extremely excited about that.
0: One of the biggest questions that we were kind of faced with in this episode um, is I think it was C20, is her name, mm-hmm. was the one that was captured. And she kept saying, It's real. Yeah. Um, that could mean anything. Oh, yeah. But I feel like that's way more important than maybe anything in this episode. Like, what's real? Right. <laughs> what, is there something that she saw already that we have no clue what's coming? Or is it. Is she just referencing, the, you know, the Lady Loki and en- Enchantress character. Or whoever I, I don't know where we're going with that, but that seems like something we should really focus on and try mm-hmm. to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't I don't know where to start. There's so much possibility. We're talking about time here. Well, let's think about what we've just said
1: and also what she was saying. So she was repeating, "It's it's real over and over again. Like, right. It's real. It's real. It's real." And then eventually she says, "I want to go home." And when Movius says, I want to go home, or he's like, we'll take you yeah, home. Yeah, we'll take you back. Something snaps, and she's like, I told them where the timekeepers are. Right. So it's, not, so it's almost as if like, what I said is kind of true, that like, the timekeepers aren't real, and that these people have been snatched up. There's some other source of power. All these other people have just been snatched up and led to believe that they're part of something bigger, and this is not who they really are. And maybe Enchantress or Lady Loki we'll figure out in episode three whoever she is really, I think, uh kind of you know, played a little mind trick and let her see herself for who she was at some point. And then she's like, Oh my gosh, like I've been living a lie this whole time Right. This is not yeah, like yeah. So Yeah, no, I like that. Maybe that's a whole thing.
0: The other place I was going was maybe I mean, we have talked about these people perhaps never leaving their office outside of being on agent, you know, field work. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe things that she had heard about but never seen before of despair, or darkness, you know, that she had been warned in the office she saw out there. Like, I don't I don't know. I'm kind of. Just racking my brain to figure out what what's possible that she saw that she's never seen before that she's claiming is real all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of possibilities. I, I think we'll get more and more hints. I'm not sure we'll, anything will be revealed in the next episode. but No. I think that's something to continue like to a, track.
1: Yeah, that's definitely like an episode five or six type situation, I think. But it is interesting because, man, like – it's one of those I'm also in that state of mind once again you know gone fishing you know got to reel it back in all these expectations and all of these theories you know just got to reel it back in for a moment because you don't want to get too far out there you know we, yeah, we, the two of us are much like Loki and that we like to be right when we can be right <laughs> and so um you know, I I I think we both love to be presently surprised and we always have been with Marvel. Uh we've been on the right track so far, I feel like. I feel like WandaVision was where we were like way out there with all of our uh you know, guesses as to what could happen. And this show easily you could get wrapped up in that too. Because there is so much going on. There's so much more going on than what was going on at WandaVision. Right. Um, so it's easy to get the uh anticipation and uh, you know, all these other things going and you're like, oh my gosh, like this could happen, that could happen. Maybe she saw like a nihilist or something and <laughs> she's saying it's real or, you know, all these other things. Uh but yeah, I th- I think it has to be something a little more reeled back than that. So I think you could be on the right track in that it's just something that maybe has been told as, like, a horror story within the TVA uh, as to, like, this can happen if such and such happens, right? And she's like, oh, my gosh, it's real. You know, I want to go home type situation. So, like, I I, yeah, I, I think that you're probably on the right track with that
0: do you think this um i know you, you discussed a lot about it earlier but if we're to believe that this uh female character is acting in her own interest um do you think her problem is with the tva do you think it's with uh the timeline in general perhaps just society do you think she's actively trying to destroy uh the sacred timeline the tva itself like where, where do you think her interests lie
1: if this is Lady Loki and this isn't Enchantress and she's not working for Loki mm-hmm. the other the actual other Loki her motive would definitely be uh, knowing that her free will has been stripped and that's what the whole thing is um, and maybe that's the whole theme of the show if that's the case maybe it's Loki realizing that you know what free will can be a bad thing but can also be a good thing and, um, but I just don't see that as a likely possibility because mm-hmm. I don't see this show ending with Loki being considered quote unquote a good guy I think that he's still the tweener that we know and love and like kind of just you know doing his own thing if it goes that route then it could easily lead to this scenario in which episode 6 arrives and Loki's a good guy and I don't think that's a thing so um yeah I I think that if that's the case though her motive would definitely be like create chaos in the timeline because the timeline is the problem because the timekeepers are the problem because no one can tell me what my life is basically
0: do you think Loki's jealous of Mobius that he if if in fact they're the only ones that get that true free will that he would like to be almost a part of the TVA just for his own selfish interests or do you think he truly um, only sees the top of the food chain as a possibility for him when it comes to TVA
1: I only think I, see, I only think he sees the top of the food chain I don't think he's jealous of Mobius I think he kind of is and to an extent because of the free will aspect but then he realizes that the bigger problem is what's at top right because they're the ones who make the decisions
0: and how do you feel I know I've thought that low key like you can't trust him as far as you can throw his his whatever (laughs) I don't know his variant (laughs) Um, but there's times where it's like almost hard to not be endeared to him oh yeah and And, uh, so I'm struggling with like what is he from the the second he got taken into the TVA like what was his plan and how has it evolved and what is it now so like I personally have been believing from the second he got there he's been looking for a way out and then when he realized the stones were there and they were so much more powerful than him he kind of was subdued and decided to go dormant for a little bit while he figures out where is the weakness in this place um, and then I think, I think he was very in between on going into that teleportation mirror thing because of the way it was going to look. Cause I feel like he, he does have somewhat an, of an allegiance to Mobius. He almost doesn't want to disappoint him because that would mean that he proves himself wrong. Um, so that's where I'm kind of of things is that I don't believe he actually intends to hurt the TVA or Mobius itself. He's just like, really trying to prove himself correct. And by uh, at this point, that no longer means just leaving. I think he truly wants to see this out and come full circle to show them, like, hey, th- I, I was right all along. And then find his way back into his own timeline.
1: Um, see, I like that, but I I think that there's a little more to it. I think when he arrived there, he had no idea what was going on. Then he was wanting to get out like you said the Infinity Stones triggered that like okay I have to do something else to figure this whole thing out he's starting to figure it out now and he's starting to understand how the TVA works and all this other stuff just so he can try to get out but he's also the conflicted thing with him and the TVA right now in that end scene where he like finally steps through to me that's him saying like trust me but at the same time i need to figure this out myself because i still don't really have an idea of what's truly going on and this doesn't seem right like i think he's starting like in the scenes if you look closely like he kind of looks like he's not understanding the magic part of what's going on with this other character which i'm presuming to be enchantress so I think that he's intrigued by that because he's like, what's actually going on right now? You know? And I think there were some things that he did, like he winked at her and stuff like that. Like, there's little subtle things that he did that I think he knew would trigger a key response that didn't. So I think he's in- extremely intrigued and wants to know more. That's what provoked him to step through that portal to follow her because it's like you don't seem like me at all so you're obviously not because yeah I know how I would respond to this and we saw that play out throughout the fight scenes with him and the and her in somebody else's body so I would assume yeah that he's just as intrigued as mobius is if not more so because of what's going on because i think he's not distrusting the TVA. i think the entire thing of what's going on is that he knows that they don't know what they think they do (laughs) like he thinks i'm pretty sure that they're on the right track but they really don't have they don't have a clue as to what actually is going on so I don't know. I I think that his goals obviously change with new things that are presented to him as is the character. Loki. But, uh, for right now, I think he's just really, truly trying to figure this whole thing out by himself. Uh, maybe it is to prove it to the TVA, but I don't think he has a super strong allegiance to Mobius. It's not like, yeah, like he has an allegiance to Mobius, but I don't think it's, like, a super strong cemented thing because nothing yeah. with Loki ever is. Right. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, He and he told Mobius early in the episode, I'm always 10 steps ahead. And I don't think he was ahead at that time. But, no. But he was on his way. He felt like if he could find some loopholes or some openings, he could take it. And, yeah, it, it does seem like Mobius has been more loyal to Loki than Loki's been to Mobius up to this point, and part of that may be because they had to have him um, to figure this thing out. And I'm wondering as well if there's part of Mobius that wanted this to happen mm-hmm. because he sees, like he said it himself. He said it the entire time. Anytime somebody's questioned him, he's like, "I, I trust his ego is strong enough that he's gonna finish this job." Yeah, like it just feels to me that Mobius almost was okay with him escaping. Maybe not in this fashion. I don't know, but, um, but he feels like Loki will eventually come back in a way. And I don't know if Loki is, is that loyal to the situation, but you know, if it, if it benefits him, he will.
1: I think that's what we'll see in episode three. I think we'll see Mobius kind of, uh, on the chopping block, so to say from the TVA because of what's happened because it happened on his watch and he's going to be trying to escape and all this stuff and then Loki's just going to pop off in the last part of the episode like hey uh so I know a lot more than you guys now it'd be I like help you. uh the
0: SpongeBob movie. Yeah. Or SpongeBob yeah. comes back and saves uh, uh Mr. Krabs. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So um Yeah, I don't I don't know. Mobius Mobius is definitely a, a very very interesting character because of everything I've already said about him with the soda and the jet ski and all this other stuff and and
0: why would he put his reputation on the line and his life potentially on the line for a variance of Loki right Uh, and maybe maybe he's being asked to like maybe it's not even him maybe maybe they're all just figments of imagination I don't know maybe Maybe that's why it's real
1: maybe it's because he knows the journey in which Loki is going to take him on like maybe he's, he's a Loki variant. <laughs> maybe he is. But what I mean by that is we've seen him, like, we've seen evidence of him obviously stepping outside of the boundaries because of the soda. But that's like one small, tiny example of him doing it. Nobody else screws with time, apparently, like Loki. So why would I not want to bring in Loki just for the experience side of it? Because it's obvious that he's torn. As much as he said he's not. I truly feel like inside he's torn with his own belief in the timekeepers. So like maybe that's his excuse for wanting to use Loki to help him is because he thinks that if anything else, it's going to unearth a lot about the timekeepers because he's, he's a really good detective in his own right. And if you're a detective, you want to know the truth about pretty much everything. And you can't just accept things for what they are just because you're told. So I think Mobius is kind of using Loki as a means maybe to understand his own faith in a way in the timekeepers. Because he feels like if I bring this Loki variant along with me on all this craziness that in the end I'll know who the timekeepers actually are and uh maybe i'll know a little bit more about them or if they're even a real thing or not and then i can kind of make my own choice after that so i think that's what mobius is up to because it seems like as much as loki is ahead of the curve in a way mobius is right there with him in most cases Uh, Obviously, in the end of this episode, no one was ahead of anything. The only one that was was the Enchantress character. She's the only one that was like, I've lured you guys and this is my trap, basically. Um, But as far as the first episode and the first half of this episode, it seems like Mobius is in full control and is way ahead of everything. Because it seems like he's kind of prodding Loki into doing things he knows he will do like I don't know if you caught it but like when they were doing the investigation into the gum right he gave Loki a stack and he kept the stack for himself and he said we'll make it a competition you know like that what plays to Loki's heart more than competition and him being the one that's right and him being the one that wins yeah like he knew what he was doing so he knew that if he said, let's make it a competition, gentlemen, bet, whatever. He knew that Loki would find the source. Like he knew that he would do it. So it's like, man, like Mobius is like way ahead of him on everything. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think that that's Mobius's like true intention through the show.
0: I have a question that like, uh, it just seems odd, like, how the TVA didn't know this apocalypse loophole existed. Yeah. Like, I don't trust them. No. <laughs> just don't. Not at all. It just seems like they're... If there's any any organization that could out Loki-Loki, it would be them, because they know what the future holds, right? Um. So, uh, do you believe that they, they didn't know this? Or Mobius didn't know it? Or... What what happened there, and why did I'm almost sus- suspicious of the files that were given to Loki? Maybe they were given to the, him on purpose. They said this is mm-hmm. the only files you can look at. Yeah. Oh, it just happens oh, to have happens the to one be, thing right. that is a loophole in this entire three hundred thousand floor building. That's you know, what I'm kind of getting at here. It's, it's just maybe
1: Mobius is actually the other Loki, and that they're all trying to track down this other Loki because it's actually Enchantress that's gone rogue. Because Loki likes to be in control of Enchantress, right? Yeah. So if Enchantress goes rogue and starts killing all these TVA people...
0: Well, if Rogue enters then... Well, if Rogue enters (laughs) then, it's a whole different ballgame,
1: right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, like, um, maybe that's the whole scenario here, is that he's just, like, a crappy version of Loki that's using a better version of Loki to help him find Enchantress and maybe that's the whole game that's being played here. It might be it just it, it
0: feels like there's something off. It always
1: know? always this show just feels yeah,
0: every second of this show you're like wait a minute. Like there there's such a something's not right. Powerful, well-organized uh machine and they overlook this consequential yeah. detail. And it's so small. And then that leads to them visiting this one place where he dips out on them. How is it that they
1: didn't know that that gum existed? If they know everything about the timeline, how would they not know that that's from twenty fifty until now? All of a sudden, yeah, like that doesn't make any sense to me at all. So it almost furthers that theory that maybe Mobius is actually Loki.
0: He's something. He's, He's something definitely weird.
1: Not, yeah, and the TVA is definitely not all knowing and all powerful. Absolutely not. They're nowhere near the. But surface it behooves of that them to thing. act like it. Yeah. They're nowhere near that powerful. I feel like Thanos would know more than they do at but this point. They also moment. keep
0: getting their butts kicked. Yeah. In the first episode, we're like, oh, look at all this power that they have. They have these time things that they're not even using in fights. You know what also further proves
1: possibly that Mobius is Loki? What did he try to give Loki before they went to Rocksmart, or Roxkart? Oh, uh, the weapons. The weapons. Like the a knife.
0: shears or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was like his knives.
0: So like, oh right, and we're gonna see those later.
1: Mm, he's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. So like, wow, that's interesting. Like, yeah, what I, the heck,
0: dude? Like, like, uh, this is so not trustworthy. And yeah, I like the idea that Loki's gonna come back, un, um, not not being asked to. He's just gonna return. Yeah, he's just gonna return because that gives him a leg up. Yeah. That goes. You guys need to trust me now. Mm-hmm. This is my, you know, situation, and I've proven that. And I didn't, by the way, attack you. You were attacked by this person, and he's going to be like feeling like he can do whatever he wants, and then he'll gain more power within the TVA ultimately in his plan to overtake it. Um, that he's spilled to um, our female character at the end. So I'm just. I feel like we're going to learn a lot step by step. And uh, we really can't get too far ahead of ourselves in this series because there's so much going on. And like you said, with WandaVision, it was very like there was two or three storylines. This one, there's like a whole bunch of Mm storylines. However, it is interesting that episode three of both shows, we now are entering the phase where there's two different storylines, literally of scenes going on. Because now we're going to have the TVA and we're going to have Loki with uh, the female character. Yeah. Whereas in Wandavision, WandaVision you had have the, Inside the inside, Bubble. Right. Uh, outside the Bubble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the hex, whatever. Um, right. I wonder if we'll That's get a variance parallel. of uh, screen type as they did in Wandavision. I don't know. I would assume so. But, I, I uh, think what I yeah. said
1: is true in a way. I think that when Mobius goes back to the TVA, he'll almost be put on like a trial of sorts uh, for what happened because he'll probably be held responsible for it. Like, I would 1 million percent think that Mobius is going to be held accountable for everything that happened because they're going to treat it as though it's his fault. Like, because when, his, when he talked with the judge, it was almost like, okay, you can do this, but you're basically your job or your life is on the line if you do it. So whenever he comes back to the TVA, he'll, it'll be treated as such. It'll be treated as though, like, okay, you betrayed us. He'll be
0: on trial. Yeah. You betrayed us.
1: You'll probably, like, I don't think he'll die, but he'll be on the
0: verge of death, possibly. Maybe they'll reset him. Maybe we'll see what that reset is.
1: Like, and Loki. What is a
0: reset for a TVA employee? That's interesting. Right. Who knows?
1: Does he just get, like, reverted to, like, a desk job or something?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Reset, and all of a sudden he just zaps back to a desk on, like, floor (laughs) 300? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Give me my stapler. That was my stapler. Yeah. The red one.
0: He turns into a Casey. That's, yeah. that's what happens when he hears Yeah, that. he
1: turns into a Casey. Uh, but I think if Loki returns, right, and it plays out that way, I think that only furthers my suspicion that Mobius is actually Loki. Because I think the only reason he would return to the TVA is if he finds out information about this other character that would help them nab what's actually going on.
0: Boom. What what's your percentage on the judge being a timekeeper? Ooh. I'm at like 65% right now. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty strong.
1: Yeah. I like that. 65% is a good percentage. I'm going to not say 65% though. I'm going to well, say 67%. Not. Oh
0: my god. What is that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> this is
1: no, 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 no. This is uh the Price Is Right. No, that's it's not. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> that's it's exactly a what podcast, this is, but okay. this is <laughs> exactly what this is. You said a thousand fifty dollars. I said a thousand fifty two. That's ridiculous,
0: that's man. <laughs> All right, give me why? Why the two percent more? Uh,
1: because I feel like it's closer to what I feel. I feel like wow. she really is. I think she's a little bit more. I feel more empowered by two percent more than you. That she is one of the timekeepers
0: right. you get one change and only if your name's jordan so i pick 68 percent. that's just my gut right now so um and my i really believe she like she's fighting on behalf of the timekeepers she's either the representative of the timekeepers or she's the only timekeeper that's my guess um it just makes sense that she like if she's the boss nobody ever questions that like how did you mm-hmm. get to be the boss mm-hmm I don't understand this and what's everyone else working for these three statues behind you like I don't know it's just it's so suspicious
1: uh, I will say though people who you know typically like believe in a God right they typically like kind of uh, put things up in their house or that it's like a reminder right like there's a cross yeah. in their house somewhere Or maybe it's like an emblem on their car or something. Something that keeps them kind of like grounded in that when when things happen. Or it's on their keychain or something. That's something that they see every day just as like a little reminder. So maybe that's all that is. So maybe she's not. But it's her boss. You know what I mean? You know. Yes and no. I mean, it's her boss, but it's also like they're basically gods <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, but if god was your boss time.
0: you probably wouldn't be like uh all like obsessed with their image because they'd just be your boss it's like being related to a celebrity you don't put oh, your celebrity yeah. uncle on the wall
1: you don't put posters up of <laughs> no celebrity uncle that's true no. that's true like if you're uh that'd be weird i
0: have a celebrity uncle and a half you know that is not going on a wall my wall at least <laughs> that kind of counteracts my point because he is on my mom's wall <laughs> oh, but no. uh nonetheless <laughs> um yeah i don't know it just seems it seems like there's something missing there and i'll, yeah. I'll, I'll wait to find that out because that's that's one of those bold predictions that's a really bold prediction to be honest even though a lot of people are probably feeling that way mm-hmm. that's still a big step for them to take so yeah, still be a little bit surprised if they um, give that anytime soon to us.
1: One thing that kind of deters me from that, I will say, is that she grabbed one of those like wands off the, off the uh, little like display
0: area. Wand? Yeah. So, oh, like, you like you the know, baton like thing. Baton thing. Yeah.
1: So like, what the heck? She may
0: Maybe. be in a different form. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Maybe she's not as powerful. Like we, like we kind of were talking about with the timekeepers. Maybe well, they're those, not that powerful.
0: Those batons apparently can stop time, basically. But I mean, they, they, they never
1: d- use it. Yeah, they never do. Well, what they're, is going on? Why do they keep dude, getting their butt kicked? What, yeah, like why are they just like holding them like, stand guard? like? That's ridiculous. <laughs> what? Like they You're took Loki down
0: and they're afraid to use it against variant Loki, which is much more dangerous.
1: Yeah, that's kind of
0: weird. <laughs> Very sus. Uh, I don't get it. Nope,
1: not at all. I am excited, though, because I think I've I've never been one to, like, just firmly lock in and be like, yo, this is going to happen. But I truly feel that way about Episode 3, man. I really think that, like, it's more more than likely either going to start off with Mobius going back to the TVA or it's going to start off with Loki and and Enchantress on... Vormir either way that's going to be the tale of the episode is Mobius with the TVA Loki with Enchantress and hmm man
0: I like the idea that Loki saves Mobius from sentencing I think that makes sense yeah
1: because it kind of comes full circle like he stuck his neck out for Loki it would only make sense in a way if Loki sticks his neck out because Uh, and if anything else like you said it gives Loki a lot more power and he knows that there's yeah. a lot of power in the TVA.
0: And Loki said earlier on, you know, whether it's true or not, he said, I don't like killing people. I just do it to gain power. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that was true. He was pretty desperate in that time where his brain was kind of mush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think he wants to be responsible for somebody getting in massive trouble.
1: Mm-mm.
0: And it seemed, I don't know, he seemed genuine in the way he was, like, at Pompeii kind of just, like, hey, let's just get this thing over with because I, I promise you I'm right, you know? Yeah. He's just in a race to secure the fact that he was correct.
1: And and the scene where they enter the rock, what was, is it Rock's Cart or rocksmart I can't.
0: Rock's Cart, I believe. Yeah.
1: Um. When they enter and they're ha- they have to split up, that was kind of genuine too, I feel like, the way that he was like, you know, basically like I got this, you know, I need to gain trust so I understand that. So that's what I'm going to do. And so, yeah, I think he I, definitely, I think he goes back to the TVA to save Mobius.
0: Yeah. And there's some little details that we don't have at, uh, at our disposal right now. So oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll be able to go back and, and look through those things and, and speculate on what's next. I really want to check out those locations. Yeah, I want to watch it a second and, time. Yeah, and, and talk yeah. about um, where those are coming from. So I think uh, sometime this weekend we'll probably do something like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, as far as first reactions, I've just been pretty blown away by what we've gotten so far. Um, the ideas that are being presented, uh, the time stamps you know, that are being uh, shown to us, and the the new information that we're gathering about the world that we've been watching is pretty phenomenal. And to leave the episode on a, a note of look at all these branches. That's Mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Um, I like that. Do you think that's going to be sewn up by the end of this series? Or do you think that will ultimately explode into the next multiversal, you know, experience?
1: I think that's what leads to the multiverse. I, they, no they, they don't fix this clip. completely. No. I don't think they clip all the branches because I don't think that's where this show's going. Because I feel, well, once again, I feel like this show's more about free will than anything else. And that uh, something else is at play that's hindering the free will of many by saying that there's one sacred timeline and all this other stuff you know what i mean like loki himself has been sus of that whole thing from the get-go that there's one sacred timeline and that there's timekeepers that kind of dictate your whole life so i would assume that that stays true that and and that this actually is where we kind of branch out into a multiverse
0: more likely that we see doctor strange than last episode like going Mm -hmm. forward now based off this episode hmm no okay less less likely less likely
1: I I I just I know what they're doing man like I they don't I don't think they want to bring anybody else in you know what I mean I doubt it too if it's a Loki show why do you need Doctor Strange to pop in you know what I mean like and if you're gonna do that like look at what they're okay Captain Marvel 2 has been renamed the Marvels because they're bringing in Miss Marvel 2, right? So, like, why would you name a show Loki if you're just going to have Doctor Strange pop in? Even if it's just for a moment, that's going to detract from everything else that's happened because everybody's going to be, like, talking about it. You know what I mean? Like... It could. If, like, for instance, in WandaVision, had we seen, like, actual X-Men... Do you think that you don't think that that's more people would be talking about the x-men than they would be actually what's happening i think so i think more people would be like oh my gosh the x-men were actually in the mcu right
0: now it's debatable they would be. if it's the greater good though i yeah. would say because if people are in love with wandavision versus um love with wandavision but talking about the next x-men hype i'm not sure that's a bad thing it's just a different thing probably yeah
1: see I don't know I, I think it kind of detracts from what they're trying to get across so like I don't think you want to have some crazy cameo unless that cameo is a villain maybe because you're setting up something you know for because maybe like a season 2 or something like that right but yeah it could be Um, which I think is more likely I don't know is there, has it even been announced that there could be a season two for this show? Yeah, that has been. Well,
0: they said that's not happening in the other two shows, so that directly says that I a guess this would be a possibility. Okay.
1: Because I, I, I don't know. I don't see it. I think they stick with the the way things are, and the way things have been set, uh, and that it's just a one season deal, and it sets something else
0: up for the future. What are our percentages at for a Loki in the future in the MCU? Pretty high, I would say, like very high. Uh,
1: if I had to give a percentage, I would say seventy-six percent chance. Wow, that Loki would be in the future of the MCU.
0: And before this episode, or this uh, series, where where do you think you would have been at? Um, I probably would have been at like I would a fifteen, would have been like a fifteen, maybe. Well, because Tom Hiddleston. Didn't expect to ever play Loki again up until being asked to do this show. I mean, it wasn't a a plan as far as we know.
1: I would have said like maybe like 35% sure before the series. Just because I felt like multiverse could be a thing. And if that's the case, then some version of Loki would be in the future. I wasn't sure it would be Tom Hiddleston, but it could be. That's kind of what I I
0: meant is that this character continues. Oh, I got you
1: yeah it, it would have been pretty low for sure but um now i think it's even more likely i think it's very likely that he stays on for a little while
0: i hope so i mean in these tv series we're seeing some of the best acting we've been given um bar none because you have more time to work with mm-hmm. uh, more motion to play with because it's characters fully fleshed out and in yeah. movies often you don't get a lot of screen time to do that right so uh yeah it's been super exciting and uh, every time we get a new episode, I can't wait for the next one. The last episode gave us a ton of time answers. Mm-hmm. Um, this one gave us a lot of interesting, you know, ideas and, and possibilities. And we're learning more and more about the time, uh, the sacred timeline, and how things are affecting it. We're going to, I think, the next level after this episode, I'm left wondering how exactly, and we don't have this answer. Did um, that female character use all those reset portals to do what she did exactly like we don't know for sure what just took place we don't even know how they work exactly other than what we saw so I I can't wait to find out what exactly happened in these places you know Mm -hmm. because used in reverse I I don't know We'll, yeah. we'll figure like it out nothing
1: happened if the TVA doesn't show up in a place and they reset right you know yeah. and they referenced
0: it as like a time bomb which yeah is interesting because it's almost like they're exploding uh into many different branches which is a bomb in itself it doesn't explode literally it just explodes you know the actual timeline it breaks the timeline so like Man, are you getting like current day people in
1: New York living in 1989 New York or something? You know what I mean? Like, Is
0: everything messed right. up? Like that's I don't insane. know. That's pretty neat. It, did did they affect Endgame? Is yeah. it completely changed now? Yeah. Do they have to go back? Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and what was weird was that maybe I'm just missing something, but on the uh, the Asgardian. Um, ragnarok the apocalypse Ah, of asgard yeah it was codename revengers
1: didn't thor say something like that
0: yeah it was that oh that's right because thor uh, wanted um tessa thompson's valkyrie to join the revengers along with him and hulk okay yeah i was trying to remember that but that's like a little bit of sense of humor from the tva i guess Mm -hmm. because you don't literally have to you don't have no. to call it that. No. Have to, yeah, yeah. Codename Man. Ragnarok probably would've been just fine, honestly. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, it just caught my eye and I was like, wait a second, Wait Avengers, where did a I hear minute. that minute?
1: Wait just a minute. No, that's a Tony Stark line.
0: Well, that's both. Right? The well, he might have used it, but Thor definitely said um, we're the Revengers. Like
1: Why didn't Thor step in then with that like Ric Flair, Jay Lethal type thing, like that's, that's my right. line
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that one. You have to take that up with Chris. Which <laughs> that, one
1: that would have been a, a good one. I mean, I know it's a very you know emotional scene when he's like, "Oh, we're the Avengers. Why, why aren't we the Revengers? You know, like oh uh, yeah, when he went up to Captain America. Yeah, yeah, that that would have been. Maybe it was pre I don't remember. No, something I think it was the Revengers. When, uh, it could be right. But either way, that is kind of comical by the TVA. There, yeah, I like it. They got mad humor there
0: it's all dry though <laughs> it is it's all dry hammer. definitely um any, anything else that you've got top of the brain ah uh, man
1: I can't I gotta watch it again I man. know
0: I, it's second watch there's gonna be I'm actually shocked that we got
1: that much information from watching it one at like one which one shot through the whole thing and then straight to podcast I, I, I'm impressed with it
0: yeah and I always tell people like Yeah. We're going to miss things because this is, this is the raw emotion podcast. Like we we cover things in detail and speculate and go into what we think is going to happen here, here, here. This is just a, we're excited. we talk about it for an hour, an hour and a half uh, podcast. And then later on we come back and figure out, you know, what, what exactly are we working with here? And Mm. the more we get right, obviously that's cool. But this one's really about just talking to you guys and having fun and then hearing your, your, uh, comments and your interesting thoughts as well
1: i feel like i've got some homework to do now though i do too you know what yeah. i mean like i really want
0: to check out those locations and see well, what yeah i'm gonna be like what's his name on the wall with the <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah it's yeah i'm gonna be pinpointing yeah. everything going back through the series and watching each little part where it may uh, affect something and maybe you know if I'm telling you, if Disney, if Marvel did this thing where we see these reset things in these scenes in the past, I'm losing my mind. I don't uh, think it'll man. happen, yeah, but that would be but insane. it may. Who knows? Ooh. There's that Captain America thing where there's the picture and the guy with the the camera. <laughs> they know, man. Yeah. They know. So they might they might have put one in like Endgame or something because they knew Loki is coming up, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm pretty excited to see that.
1: Man, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm so stoked. I'm excited for episode three. Yes, sir. More so than I was excited for this episode.
0: Oh, see, I was I was you were off the for episode yeah. this one. I'm uh, more
1: geeked for the next one than I am.
0: Everything's just falling into place with this this series, yeah. like you were saying, and like I was saying in the first podcast episode, like it really feels like a really good crime drama that the most general audience we've ever seen uh, is listening to and watching and. Mm. um we've been getting a ton of people listening to the loki episodes i mean interest is very high so I'm, I'm hoping you guys are having fun um as always please do leave a like on our facebook page the marvel guys podcast instagram the marvel guys podcast and uh you know subscribe to us on apple Podcasts if you can spotify whatever it is you listen to and if you could leave a review if you're enjoying it we would really appreciate it we will talk to you guys very soon and I hope you are having a great day and it continues.
1: Yes, sir. This has been a fantastic journey. I, man, i um, looking forward to some engagement on Facebook too. Absolutely. I really want to see people who listen being like, yo, you guys <laughs> forgot something. You guys left something out. Yeah, I love that. Like, let us know, man. That's the best part about social media is if you hear something on a podcast, you're yeah. be
0: like, yo, you guys missed this and we can be like oh we did that's like half my like, like everybody's always pointing things out on like youtube videos and twitch and something. It's like oh you messed this up or watching jeopardy and you're like how do you miss that and then you do it yourself and you're like how did i miss that All right. <laughs> <laughs> how did i forget yeah, that yeah so, yeah uh we for appreciate real. it it's not a it's, it's not a no, yeah. problem or anything we, just let us know and we're not we're not that. here to tell you we know everything we're just here you know, to express our passion and yeah. enjoy in, in different ways so love it thank you for listening everybody we'll see you next time peace